0: So Monday night was a great night at my house. We had tacos. My wife has got the shredded beef going in the Instapot. Uh, and about 10 minutes before dinner, my son Micah walks into the kitchen and he says, what is that horrible smell? And so both of us right away say, son, you need to go back outside. You need to come back in. You need to say that differently and be respectful to your mom. And so the second time he opens the door, uh, walks in and he says, mom, what is that horrible smell? And the thing about that, the thing that separates him from a six year old and all of us is that we know that is a change that should have happened. He should have not said the same thing two times in a row. And what we're gonna look at today is an opportunity that we've been placed inside of to make changes in our lives. We are at a time right now where we can make changes and our lives change as we respond to opportunities to change. Our lives change as we respond to opportunities to change. If you're healthy, you've got a freedom right now to change things in your life unlike you have ever had before. And we're going to look at a story, a small moment of a big famous story in the Bible, kind of like a flyover verse that gives us a picture of what this looks like. In the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 3, we read a famous story from the Bible about a guy named Saul. I love Saul because if you're here and you're a skeptic, you're kind of checking this Christian thing out from the outside. Paul is your guy because he hated Christians until the day that he became one. So if you're a bit on the outside, you're asking questions, this is your guy. And this is his story in Acts, chapter 9, starting in verse 3 says it's Saul, because he goes by both names at this point in the Bible. As Saul was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but they saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. This next verse gives us a light, gives us a picture of what God wants to get after us in this time right now as we're all sheltered in place. But it's so easy to quickly skip it and move on to the next thing because the next thing is exciting. It's a story of incredible, unconditional love as someone takes the risk of their life to go extend love to this guy who was on a mission to kill Christians. Right after that, the guy who is on a mission to kill Christians gets baptized and begins to preach and tell people about Jesus. It's the incredible story about God changing lives. But I don't want us to miss the flyover verse because verse nine, it says this about Saul. He remained there blind for three days and he couldn't eat or drink. He's sheltering in place. He's just like all of us. Like he can't do anything. He has to stay in one place for three days. He can't see. There's nothing about his life up to this point that could continue because everything has stopped for him. There's an opportunity here to do something for him and for us as we look at this story thousands of years later, thousands of miles away. For us to do something about any amount of brokenness that we have brought into our lives before this disease on the other side of the planet became a pandemic everywhere, including here. There's a saying in region, which is our church's recovery ministry. It meets on Tuesday nights. Uh, it's running great online right now. Uh, it's called Regeneration, but there's a saying in region, That's how we shorten it, those of us who are on the inside. That uh, says no one starts Regen on a winning streak. I know that because that's me. I'm not there just as a leader, I'm there as somebody who's going through the program, trying to deal with my issues of anger and control. In the back of my head, from as long back as I can remember, I've had this fear that every, suddenly, everything in my life is gonna fail. And if anything in my life ever does fail at any amount of degree of failure, it's all my fault. I look at my role of leading Mountain View Sunnyside and on March 8th, we had an awesome service. We had people baptized. There were so many good things that happened that day. And that was the last time that we met as a campus. And so me going into shelter in place has been once again coming back to this battle that I fought since I was a teenager and saying, okay, God, I'm giving you control of this. I want to control what goes on with my campus. I want to go, I want to control what happens with things church wise. I want to control what happens uh, with my family. I want to control what happens with our situation. And for all of us, me included, we have no more control over anything. And so I'm going into shelter in place seeing this as something where I want to give to Jesus where I'm saying, God, this is where I'm broken. I'm sitting there like Paul. I can see, but I can't go anywhere. What I can do though is I can bring my brokenness to Jesus. And I can say, God, I need you here. Like I said, region is meeting online right now. You can join. You go to mountainview.org Tuesday night around 6.30. Uh, click on the region button. It'll open it up in Zoom. And for the first time in the history of recovery, sitting at home and watching a video online is actually your path to recovery, not the thing you're recovering from. All right, It's groundbreaking because watching videos on the internet for the next few weeks uh, is gonna be how we grow to Jesus. And I want to be clear, region isn't the savior. Jesus is the savior. And what we're doing through this is we're bringing our issues around fear, around finances, around anger, around control, around whatever brokenness, unforgiveness, bitterness, whatever you can bring into this, we're bringing them to Jesus. Because Jesus is our healer. Because Jesus is God with skin on, come into the world to bring us freedom, to take us from lives of death and lives of bondage and bring us into a relationship with him where we come messed up, we come bruised, we come broken, and we find Jesus's love and compassion and mercy and desire to heal us like we could never experience anywhere else. So what's our mission? Our mission, our challenge is the shelter with Jesus. Challenges challenge is to shelter with Jesus. We're gonna learn two things in that. The first one is that you, as you sit right now, you, this version of you, not the better version of you, this version of you is more loved, more valued, more cherished, built with more purpose, by God, from God, with God, than you would ever imagine. You're gonna find out that you're loved by God. If you're watching today and you've never made the decision to follow Jesus, then you're gonna have the chance to do that at the end of today. You can text the number that's on the bottom of the screen right now and say, I'm ready to meet Jesus. What that looks like is three things. The first one is that God loves you. That love will never change, it will never go up, it will never go down, and today he's calling you to follow him. There are two, two, there's sin in all of our lives, mine included, that pushes us away from God, and Jesus came into the world to forgive us of our sin. He did that by dying on a cross. That's what we're gonna celebrate Friday uh, and and Sunday with Easter, is that Jesus laid down his perfect life, took on all of our sin so that we could take on his perfect righteousness, and then he rose from the dead three days later to to demonstrate to everyone to demonstrate to everyone on earth, to demonstrate to everyone in hell that that punishment was paid in full and that you and I can stand in relationship with God because of Jesus. And three, today's your day to say, that's me. I need a relationship with Jesus. I wanna meet Jesus today. I wanna find this love. I wanna find this power to heal and restore and make new. That's the first part of of, uh, sheltering with Jesus. The same part of sheltering with Jesus is the more time we spend with Jesus. There's gonna be things that he gently puts his finger on and says, hey, Ken, I want you to bring this to me. I want you to let me into this struggle. I want you to let me into this brokenness. I want you to let me into this thing in your life that you could have carried with you for decades, but now you're with me and I wanna bring in my power to restore. We're in a crisis right now and one thing about crises is that they give us a chance to look at our brokenness right in the face and deal with it. There are few other productive things we can do right now, in nothing more productive than bringing broken areas of our lives to Jesus and saying, God, I'm ready to be healed. So, if that's you and you're like, man, there, there's stuff going on in my life where I need Jesus to heal, whether it's around fear, you know, you're addicted to fear and Jesus wants to bring you freedom. Whether it's around your finances with everything going on has created an incredible amount of financial brokenness in your life. That's an area we can bring to Jesus and say, God, teach me how to do this like you. Provide where I can't provide. Me, we, a lot of us heard the other day that, that school is going to be shut down for an even longer period of time than we're used to or what we were expecting at first. And so you're looking at kids in your home and you're like, man, God, I do not homeschool well. I need you to help me learn how to teach my kids and love my kids the way that you would. Another area is, man, if you're like me and you love to be able to control things and now that's gone, Jesus can rebuild us. Jesus can put that back together. Jesus can lead us through dealing with our brokenness. If it's bitterness and unforgiveness, we're asking Jesus to come in and fix that in our lives and lead us into the blood brought freedom that He brings to us because of the cross. Your first step is to ask for help, is to text the number at the bottom of the screen. And when the people call you, say, This is what I'm bringing to Jesus, and I want you to tell me about region. This is how we step in.